The Sermon on the Mount, this is the continuation. If you're just jumping in to our series, we've been doing a study on the Sermon on the Mount. We started with the Beatitudes, which is where Sermon on the Mount begins, Matthew 5, 6, and 7 in Scripture, the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, we dealt with the Beatitudes, blessed are the pure in heart, blessed are the meek, blessed are the persecuted, all of these things um, about uh, Jesus, and he's talking to his group, this large group of people that, that are gathered there to hear this message. He begins with the Beatitudes, and we've already studied all those, and if you've missed it, you can jump online, they're all, they're all downloadable, you can hear them all online. But then he launches into the meat of the sermon, Beatitudes are the intro, and the meat is the Sermon on the Mount, uh, it, which is what we're into um, these days. Today we deal with Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 21. And um, the question I want to begin with this morning is, is simply this. How do you like it when you get judged by the law? Now think of that, uh, if, you, if you saw the Facebook post this week, if you saw my, this, this is a picture of, of what, what that looked like for me. Now, everybody's thinking, well, is it real? Was it real? No, it, it was all staged. It was all, and the cop, uh, I knew the policeman really well. He's, he's actually in the congregation this morning, sitting in the back. <laughs> That's right, with a smile on his face. I think he wanted to give me a ticket, but he didn't, which was really nice of him. <laughs> so... But uh, how do you feel when you get pulled over by the police and, and you, uh, you know, you've, you're driving five miles above the speed limit, you get a ticket for that? Or, no, it doesn't happen? <laughs> it doesn't happen. Um, well, the first thing you usually think is you don't really deserve it, right? Well, I don't really deserve it. I shouldn't be pulled over by the police for something like this. Or how about this? When you're a kid and your parents make rules and you think to yourself how incredibly unreasonable those rules are, right? You ever think of that if you're a child? Yeah, if you're under age, yeah. How about tax laws? Those are horrible, aren't they? Like there's certain things you should not be taxed for. I have made it a point in the Jarvis family that we will not buy sugar drinks in Cook County any longer. Because, <laughs> I know, because that is an unfair law, right? Forgive me for getting political, but I happen to have views on the laws that are made. Some are reasonable and some are just unreasonable. And everyone in here, pick your favorite legal law, rule, whatever. We have our own views on what those laws or those rules should really look like. I wanna to talk to you about one of the greatest misunderstandings of Christianity today. And that's the name of the message this morning, is the greatest misunderstanding of Christianity. So let me start out this way. What is the purpose of the civil law? What do you think? What is the purpose of the civil law, the law that we live under today? What is the purpose of that law? Yeah, fairness, all right, fairness. Keep order. Safety, yeah, so we don't, don't abuse other people. You've, you've hit them all pretty good. I put to maintain order and fairness and, prevent, uh, and to provide justice. I thought that was a pretty good statement. Let me ask you this. What is the purpose of God's law? Because in the Old Testament, most of the legal uh, writings in the Old Testament contain writings that say this is God's law. Now, God's law, unlike the civil law, was not to primarily maintain order and fairness. That's not the purpose of God's law. In fact, the purpose of God's law 
was to reveal the standard of righteousness that only God could demonstrate. Let me say that one more time. The purpose of God's law in the Old Testament is to primarily reveal to us a righteousness that only God can demonstrate. The law revealed God's perfect standard of perfection. That's kind of redundant. But the law reveals God's perfect standard of perfection. When we read God's law, um, and everybody kind of has an idea about God's law, and you know this because when you go up to people and you say, how do you think you're gonna get to heaven? What do you think it takes to get to heaven? What do you think most people would say? I'm a good person, right? And so they already are using legal language to explain why they could go to heaven. I am basically a law keeper. I'm not a law breaker. Okay, so you're a good person. Who should we compare your keeping of the law to? Like, if you get stopped for speeding, is that like a really bad, bad thing? Well, I hope not because it happens to all of us at one time or another, right? But it's not, it's not a terrible thing. It's not like murder. That's a really bad thing, right? So we have a tendency to, in our minds, set a standard for what the really bad, law, uh, bad breaking of the law is like and what the okay breaking of the law is, uh, is like. With God's law, one breaking of the minor law is like breaking the biggest law of all. That's where it gets to be pretty profound for us when we read about God's law and it says, don't murder. Then we think to ourselves, oh, I'm pretty good there. I haven't <laughs> murdered anybody. Well, I don't know about you, but as far as it goes with me, all right, I haven't murdered anybody. I'm, I'm okay there. Or, or go down a little bit. How about um, don't commit adultery? Mm, you know, some of us might have failed at that one, but most of us are... I'm still okay with that one. How about we go down a little bit? How about don't bear false witness? Yeah, that's a, little, that's a little harder, right? You know what false witness is. False witness is saying something false about somebody else when they're not around, right? So, oh, I don't, and you take their character away because you talk down about them, right? So now we've gone from like, don't murder, no, that's easy, all the way down to don't bear false witness, and, and then there's don't steal, um, you know, how about this one? Number 10, don't covet. That seems like one that most of us might do, right? So God says to break one law is like breaking them all. You break the smallest of them, the one that you can easily get by, it's like murdering somebody. And you think to yourself, that doesn't sound fair. That's the point. God's law is not about maintaining fairness. God's law is about giving you a standard 